This is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. So today I have a special podcast for you. This is actually a live video that I did inside of my Facebook group, Running to Lose Weight. Um, You can check that out on Facebook. It's really simple. It's called Running to Lose Weight. I know, crazy. But yeah, so I pop in there and I give free trainings to people, um, a little bit of coaching, love, lots of tough love. Um, I, you know, for a good portion of my life, I was coddled and told that I didn't really have to try that hard. Um, you know, people trying to protect my feelings, but all it did was let me stay in the same place. So, Uh, I like to deliver tough love, emphasis on the love, but no BS, helping people actually accomplish the things that they want to accomplish and find those, those parts that they're, you know, tripping up on and not even realizing that they're doing. Um, it's those little things. I read a quote that said, you know, have you ever been hurt by an elephant? No, elephants, you've probably never even seen an elephant besides at the zoo, but have you ever been bit by a mosquito? Yes. We get a million mosquito bites all the time. It's those little things that happen in our lives um, that will bite us. The big things, we think they're these giant things, but it's these little things that we do every single day. Those are the things that add up. Um, All right, on with the show. Hello, hello, are we all right? Yeah, all right, we're good. All right, hello, beautiful people. Yes, I'm gonna be real with you. (laughs) Haven't showered yet today. I've been up since 5.30 uh, teaching classes, and so I I just make it work. I just make it work. I don't look super pretty. I got, I got a pimple right there. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I wanted to hop on live and talk to you about snacking and food and just some weight loss things that might be, you're like, what am I supposed to be doing? Um, and so yeah, like my schedule, I wake up, I teach, and then I work on my business, and then I go and I exercise in the middle of the day before I go to my third job. So I make it happen. I make it work. Um, and when it's really crappy outside, and I know a lot of you have really crappy weather, much crappier than Atlanta, I really want to encourage you to still find a way to move your body. Running might not be something that you can do if you don't have a gym membership or you don't have a treadmill, um, but you can go onto YouTube and you can find workout videos. So remember all of the things that we learned in the, what was that called? The five-day beta course. Um, go onto YouTube. You can go onto Beachbody On Demand. Find a way to move your body. You're going to feel so much better, especially on these days where it's really crappy outside and it's snowy and it's unsafe and dangerous and just ridiculous to go running outside, move your body still. You're going to feel so much better today and you're going to feel so much better in a hundred days when it's June 1st. So anyways, that's not what the purpose of this, um, this one is today. I want to talk about snacking and how it can really, really help your training runs and your weight loss goals, or it can really sabotage them. And so I've been doing one-on-one coaching calls with people, with clients, and they're like, you know, Jacqueline, what am I supposed to eat? Like, I want to lose race. I want to lose weight. I want to run this 5K in May. I want to combine those two, but I really don't know what to eat. I've done different diets. Um, I've tried different things and nothing seems to work. Like, what the heck have you been doing to be successful? What am I supposed to be doing? I just don't know. I go onto Pinterest and it's like, make sure you're not eating meat or make sure you're not eating gluten, make sure you're not eating grains. And it's so confusing. There's so many different diets out there. It's just like, what am I supposed to eat? 
what do I eat in between meals? I don't know what to do. And yeah, I, I can tell you what has worked for me. I can tell you what has not worked for me. And then I'll tell you what has worked for me. So first of all, if you don't know, I like, this was not easy for me. Losing weight and becoming runner. This was not easy for me. I'm not an athlete. Naturally, I never grew up doing sports or I, maybe I did do sports, but I always quit them. I always, gave up and like begged my parents to let me stop playing or I was cut from teams. So like I do not have this athletic ability in me. And then when it comes to food, I always wanted to be skinny. In high school, I was like, what can I stop eating so that I will be skinny? I, there were days that I would try to just eat cantaloupe all day and I'd be like, there, I'm going to be skinny. Or times in college that I was like, I'm going to lose weight. And I would just eat cucumbers. Like I would think, okay, I read that cucumbers are really low um, calorie foods. I, I remember reading, oh, celery is negative calorie foods, right? So when you chew celery, you're like burning more calories than you're consuming. So I didn't like celery though, so I was like, well, cucumbers, it must be the same thing. I would just make up these stupid, stupid things, not knowing anything about fueling my body, but just thinking, all right, if I just eat these snacks, these little things all day, that'll help me with weight loss. Um, and then even after college, I remember when I was in grad school, learning to be a teacher, um, I remember bringing, I would try to count calories and I would bring 100 calorie packs. So I would bring like um, a granola bar and that was like 100 calories or like cheese and crackers. And I think those were 200 calories and I would like add them up. And then I would just be, I would be hungry all day because one, it's not real food. And two, I was so obsessed with what I was eating. I like, I couldn't manage it. There was no way for me to stay under 2,000 calories because I was eating crap all the time. And you know what? It just left me feeling tired. I never like had that energy to actually want to get up and go run or go work out. I just felt like crap because I was just eating processed packaged foods. Um, so w don't do those things. <laughs> don't buy, I've seen this on Pinterest before, don't buy 100 calorie packs of things and add it up to be 1800 calories and think that you're going to feel full or you're going to feel fueled. You're not, you're going to feel hungry. If you just eat 1800 calories of crackers, you're gonna feel hungry all day long. Your stomach is probably going to hurt because you're not getting any real food inside of you. And I'm not hating on those things. Those things are delicious, believe me. I'm not someone that's, I, I love me some cheese and crackers. I love a granola bar. But I know that when I eat those things, um, I'm hungry in like two seconds. It's not worth it. Um, they're not that tasty. They're not that, they're just, they're just not worth it. So I want to talk about things that you can do to help yourself, all right? So yeah, like doing those things, it's not going to help you with your running. It's not going to help you with your weight loss. When I started running, I had no idea about the types of food that I should be eating. I would still think like, all right, let me make this sandwich, but I'm using wheat bread instead of white bread. So that's healthier. So that's going to help me. And I learned that all of this processed food I was eating, that really contributed to my body being inflamed, inflammation like, oh my gosh, it was it was so painful. There were times that it, it was painful for me to walk around um, when people would, you know, like be doing classes in a gym, like jumping, like I couldn't do that. My joints hurt, my knees hurt in my 20s more than they hurt in my 30s. The food I was eating. So the different, all of those packaged processed foods yeah, not so helpful. Or I would think like, 
oh, I'm eating this baby bell cheese instead of eating this other cheese or whatever. Like just all of these things, I was thinking just about calories and not about the quality of food. So we know that when we eat foods that are high in nutrients, like nutrient dense foods, they're going to fill us up more. The more fiber you have in your body, like eating a salad instead of eating cheese and crackers, you're going to feel fuller longer. Um, You're going to have more energy. So those are really good foods that you can eat to fill yourself up. Um, So yeah, when I started running, that's when I really started examining the foods I was eating. And here's the thing that I was doing to sabotage myself, the constant snacking. I had in my head that I would have breakfast and then a snack and then lunch, and then a snack, and then dinner, and a snack. And those snacking in between meals, they they really messed up my day. Like, I was just constantly thinking about food. And also, it wasn't just, oh, I'm only having one serving of whatever it is I'm snacking on. It would turn into me just grazing all day long like a cow. Just someone set grass out in front of me, and I would just graze on it, nibble on it here and there, basically consuming more than what a serving size was. So when I struggled with weight loss, it's like, hmm, was I was I eating under 2,000 calories? Probably not because I was constantly eating. So the snacking that I was doing in between meals was really preventing any weight loss to happen. And the binge eating that I was doing on evenings and weekends on snack foods, that really contributed to not losing weight, to sabotaging my training runs. Um... I always thought like, well, I ate healthy Monday through Friday, right? So if I have some treat meals on Saturday or cheat meals, like I used to call them and I'm sure a lot of people still call it, you know, oh, it's not a big deal. I only cheated on one day, but it really did sabotage everything that I had done because it set me into this like, oh, I feel like crap. I'm going to keep eating these foods. My body is starting to hurt again. It's harder to, it's harder to want to crave a salad when you're eating food that is covered in cheese. Like, yeah, I love cheese. Oh my gosh. Also cheese makes me feel like crap. So um, really examining the types of food I was eating, that helped me stay on point and limiting my snacking. Snacking is supposed to be if you are legitimately hungry in between meals. Um, it, it Snacking has turned into this marketing term. Like you will read on packages, this is perfect for snacking. It's this verb. It's something that like companies, big companies have like convinced us, yes, you need to be snacking. That's like a verb. That's something, hey, you know, like, did you have your snack today? Make sure you're snacking. I mean, just read the um, marketing things that are on your boxes or the things, listen to what you're hearing on commercials. They're convincing you that you need all of these snacks and that your snacks need to be these packaged foods when in reality it doesn't. You'll save money and you'll save um, calories and you'll feel better if you are eating actual real food instead of constantly snacking. Um, I don't know anyone that can get a bag of potato chips and actually eat a serving size. A serving size is like 10 potato chips or something ridiculous like that. Or if you have Girl Scout cookies, which I love, but a serving size of Girl Scout cookies is two Girl Scout cookies. That's it. Two. Who eats two Girl Scout cookies? That's not something we do, right? Like two sleeves or two boxes. So um, that type of snacking, you know, if you actually ate the serving size, you would be good to go. And you limited it to like one processed food a day and that was it, you'd be good to go. But that's not what we do. We eat an entire bag of potato chips and then we go on and we have something else. Like we have soda or we have, we dip the chips in queso or whatever, right? 
We don't have 10 potato chips. That's ridiculous. No one has two Girl Scout cookies. You have Girl Scout cookies, and then you have a glass of milk, and then you, you know, like, no, that's not. So the problem is the portion sizes, um, and sometimes it feels really limiting to only have 10 potato chips. Like, sometimes it's just easier to not have it at all or to take the potato chips, portion it off, and, like, have your baggie of this is how many I'm eating, and that's it, and limiting to, like, one of those processed foods a day. So, yeah, you might be unknowingly sabotaging yourself just be just eating these things, and sometimes we think, like, oh, well, these are baked potato chips. Those are better. Maybe, but are you eating 500 calories of baked potato chips? Yeah, that's going to sabotage yourself. Um, I think especially with running I versus just working out, but running because it's something that you do like long, right? Like you don't just go out running for 10 minutes. You're running for like 30, 40, 40 minutes, something like that. It's long. Um, and there's no like, oh, I'm just going to stop. You're like out and about. And so I always notice when I'm running, I notice the food that I've eaten. I can feel it in my stomach. My stomach's jiggling around. If I've eaten a big meal, if I've had a lot of liquid, I can feel it jiggling. Um, if I've had crappy food, I can feel it in my feet. Uh, right before the Chicago Marathon two years ago, I had eaten pizza three days in a row and I could feel it. My feet hurt so bad. Um, yeah, I know what crappy processed food does to me. Love me some pizza. Do I need to eat pizza every single day? Probably not. So yeah, I sabotaged myself unknowingly. I was like, oh, I'm treating myself. I'm in Chicago. I'm going to have these foods. Um, no, I, you know, it was fun, but I sabotaged my run because of those things. So just things that you want to watch out for. Um, and so yeah, going back to, what was I saying? Okay, snacks, specific snacks that you can do to help yourself. So number one, make sure that you're eating like real meals, breakfast, lunch, and in dinner. Make sure that you're filling up on those foods. You're only going to have a snack if you're legitimately hungry. And the way you'll know that if you're legitimately hungry is you'll ask yourself, um, am I hungry enough to eat steamed broccoli? If you're hungry enough to eat steamed broccoli, then you're actually hungry. If you're not hungry enough to eat steamed broccoli, it's just you being used to wanting to snack. It's like a thing that we do when we're bored. We just get used to it. We've been like classically conditioned to like, ooh, I'm home. I have to go into the cupboard and grab a snack. When I finish teaching, my dog hears me say bye and she jumps up. She's She knows. She's classically conditioned. So sometimes it's just a behavioral thing. We have to get out of the habit. So that might mean closing off the cabinet, telling yourself, I'm only having one a day, putting up notes for yourself, reminding yourself, I'm only eating if I'm legitimately hungry, hungry enough to eat steamed broccoli or hard-boiled eggs with nothing else on it. If you're legitimately hungry enough to eat those, then awesome, have a snack. But your snack needs to be something that's based off of real food so that it's actually like filling your body up. If you're going to have processed food, limit it. Look at what the serving size is. So I have this package of cashews, um, my clearance cashews. And I mean, a serving size you can see is one fourth cup, actually measuring out one fourth cup of cashews. You'll see that's not a lot. When we eat cashews or we eat nuts, we probably eat like half a cup, a cup. We unknowingly sabotage ourselves. We unknowingly eat 300, 400, 1,000 calories in one sitting. I know. Like, if you go to a party and you're eating snacks, you're you're eating so many things that you don't even realize because it's small. And you're like, oh, cashews are healthy, right? It's a healthy fat. It is a healthy fat, but it's still calories. 
So we have to just watch that, our serving sizes. Um, but here are some options that you can have really easy. I have these in my upcoming course, the 12 weeks, uh, 25 pounds, your best 5K. But these are really easy snacks that you can do in your day so that you feel nourished and you feel full and you feel energized. So these are gonna help you with your training runs instead of eating 12 bags of potato chips and queso dip, which is delicious, but you're sabotaging yourself. So an apple and peanut butter and actually measuring out the peanut butter so that it is a flat tablespoon of peanut butter or sometimes, honestly, I do teaspoons and I measure it out and I sit there and I just put a little bit of peanut butter on each apple. That's just, I'm really trying to watch things for my wedding. So yeah, but there's a difference between a flat tablespoon and a heaping tablespoon. Be mindful of that. Really look and see what you're eating because those extra calories, those little small things, they add up. You know, I talk about the compound effect a lot in my coaching programs because we don't realize it, how those little things add up. If you're having a heaping tablespoon of peanut butter, it's not a big deal, right, if you do it once in a while, but if you do it every single day, yeah, it adds it adds up to a ton. All right, some other really things. Crackers and hummus actually measure out. Look at the serving size on the back of the container. How many crackers is the serving size? 11? Count out 11. Don't just grab a handful. Don't sit there with the bag and eat, which I mean, I love to do bored eating, right? We're, te- we're watching TV. We're just snacking. We're eating. No, actually count out what it looks like. See what a serving size of hummus looks like and eat that. Let's see what else we got. Um, 100 calories of dried fruits and 12 almonds. Again, look at the serving size. You can do this, I promise you. Um, raw broccoli and ranch, um, carrots and ranch, celery and ranch, measure it out. Uh, you know, salad dressing might not have the best ingredients, but if we're looking at what we're measuring out, that's the thing. Like we can have the processed food, a little bit of it, but actually measure it out and make sure that you're filling up on the real foods the real nutrient-dense foods, then you can have a little bit of those processed foods. You don't have to feel like you're on a diet. If you see the salads that I make, I always have like crunched up tortilla chips. The thing is that I'm not sitting there eating tortilla chips, mindless eating, mindless snacking, sabotaging everything that I've worked on. I'm not doing that. I'm crunching up like two tortilla chips on top of my salad. It gives it a little bit of a crunch. It makes it super, super tasty. Um, Yeah, but I have a ton more of snack ideas in my program. So if you are interested in that, make sure you go to JacquelineRicchio.com slash 12 weeks. Tons more in there and I'm gonna help you along with this stuff so that when you run your 5K in May, you feel nourished and you don't feel like you're on a diet. I never want people to feel like they're on a diet when they're working on a weight loss goal. Yes, yes, you are going to have to change your habits because the things that you're doing right now They're not working, they're not working. So you're lying to yourself if you're thinking that you can continue eating the way you are and work on a weight loss goal. Um, And I think the other part that I always try to emphasize is it's not just about weight loss. Um, That's the pretty thing, that's the shiny thing, that's what I'm working on right now, I got a wedding dress to fit into. Um, That's the pretty and shiny thing, but think about long-term health. The actions that you're doing right now are those things that are going to put you in a place that your body can move around and do the things that you wanna do in 10 years. If you're repeating like what you did yesterday, how you ate yesterday, if you repeat that every single day for the next 10 years, is your body going to be in a place where it's doing things that you're able to do? Or is it gonna be a place in a place where you are feeling 
lethargic, you feel like you can't move, you're not able to go out and play with kids, your kids, you can't, you can't run a 5k in five, in 10 years because of the actions that you're doing. So really think about those little bitty actions um, and make sure that you're multiplying the good ones and decreasing the bad ones so that in 10 years, your body is still yours and you're not at a doctor's office every other weekend to try to figure out what's wrong with your body. Um, there are a lot of diseases that are preventable by the actions that we take now in our 20s, 30s, and 40s so that we can live long and help healthy lives. Um, I don't want to be 70 years old and be unable to move. I want to make sure that I'm moving. So that's why I'm doing things now. And I'm not on a crazy crash diet where I'm trying to be a size zero. That's not, my body is never going to be a size zero. That's just not how my bone structure was built. I'm not but I'm going to do things and eat really good foods for myself and do moderate activities, exercises, so that when I'm 70 years old, yeah, my body is good to go. So, all right, guys, let me just make sure I answer these questions. When to snack? Oh, yeah, when to snack? We talked about that. Um, only if you are legitimately hungry in between meals. Stop with the mindless snacking. Stop with the binge eating. That is sabotaging yourself. Um, I had actually a trainer that I was talking to and I was like, you know, I'm good Monday through Friday, but it's on Saturdays and Sundays. I just binge eat. And he was just flat out like, well, stop binge eating. Stop doing it. And I was, at first I was like, what? I, but I, and he was like, just stop. And it might've been a little heartless of him, but also no, like sometimes we just need that. Like, Hey, all of this drama you are adding to this situation, just stop. Just do the thing you said that you were going to do. Do the thing you know that you're supposed to do. Binge eating is not good. It is not helpful to you. Remind yourself that you are in control of your thoughts. You are in control of your actions. Um, I don't need to be binge eating. I don't need to be watching TV and consuming mindless calories that are just making me feel like blah. Um, best snacks for running weight loss went over that. And what things am I, yeah, annoying doing, um, sabotaging myself probably snacking. Constant snacking is really going to hurt your body um, in the long run. Might be tasty for the five seconds that you're consuming the Girl Scout cookies. I'm with you. But in the long run, yeah, it's going to get you to a place where you're not feeling so good. All right, guys. So those are my tips. If you are interested, I, I can't, I'm so excited about this program. Like, especially because I'm going to be doing it with you, um, preparing for my 5k in May my wedding in May, you alongside of me, us doing it together, and me just like pouring out my energy and my love to you on your journey. It is really hard to do this stuff on your own, especially when it is crappy outside and it's like, you know, June feels really far away. But when you think about it, January and February are basically almost done. June is not that far away. So it's it's crazy. It's going to be here before we know it. Our days seem long because of all the crazy things that are happening. But really, think about it. We are basically done with February. So we have March, April, May, and June. It's almost summer. And so these crappy winter days, they're going to be gone soon. Do things now so that it puts you in a place where... June hits and you're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I finished a 5k and I already signed up for another 5k because my body is strong and capable of capable of doing this. And I don't want to miss out. I don't want to like 
make my let myself slide down. I'm strong enough to do this. I want to keep doing this. Um, put yourself in a place where you are able to go outside to a barbecue and you don't feel like you have to be dieting. You are in a place where you're comfortable in your skin. You can eat the food that's there. You've learned a ton about food and how it makes your body feel. And you're like excited to be out and about with friends because that's the thing is if we're doing a diet and we never get to have a social life, like what the what's the point? Um, I read a quote that was like, don't miss out on 95% of your life or don't only attend to 5% of your life because you're trying to be five pounds thinner. Yeah, I want you to enjoy life, but sometimes losing weight is something that could help us feel more comfortable so that we can enjoy life and not even just for the vanity issues. Um, I think that that is something, you know, like me losing a few pounds right now, it is a vanity thing and there's nothing wrong with that. Wanting to look good, nothing wrong with that. Um, can't body, don't body shame people, but long-term, remember the long-term health effects, wanting to like be actually be able to run around in 10 years with your kids, your family members, or just being able to go and do a run that, that starts now. Um, the actions that you do now that those put you in a place where you're able to do that or you're not able to do that. Um, I read a quote that said the best year to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is right now. So yeah, these are things that we could have done 20 years ago, could have done 10 years ago, could have done five weeks ago, but the second best time to start them and actually continue on with them is right now. I really love talking about all the things that I've messed up. I think that it's so helpful, you know, for myself to look back and just to help other people. Um, but that's my goal is just helping other women, uh, not feeling like we're always in competition, but actually helping each other. So make sure you check out Running to Lose Weight on Facebook. I'd love to have you in that community and we can work together on your goals. All right, guys, have an awesome day. Bye. Bye.